When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, you want to rip this offense? Go nuts. I'm all ears. You want to go at the quarterback? We're going to have to talk. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning from Miami. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this Dolphin 16, Steelers 10, so many lost opportunities within the scope of the game itself on, I was about to say, both sides of the ball, but really on special teams, too, when you consider that Presley Harvin can no longer punt past his nose. It's not good. And there's a lot of not good that goes into it. And yes, that includes... Kenny Pickett throwing two terribly untimely interceptions late in the game, including on what could have been, arguably should have been, the winning drive. But a lot of other stuff happened. The four, four dropped interceptions by the defense. The way that same defense had absolutely no answer for Tua Tagovailoa and the very fast Miami offense until... A few too many points had been put up. And I could even get into little specific things like Najee Harris jumping for whatever reason to try to get that fourth down conversion. I, I still have no idea what that was. But if you want to come at the quarterback, if you want to focus on the quarterback, or worst of all, have any kind of discussion or debate about the status of the starting quarterback, meaning whether or not Kenny is still it, you won't find a friendly audience here. The Steelers have their quarterback. They have their guy. It's Kenny now. It's going to be Kenny next week. It's going to be Kenny for a long time to come. This is a good, smart football player who has a lot of things to bring to the table. He has a bright future in this league, and he was never going to make it through some sort of Cinderella storybook as a rookie, least of all when so much is put on him because so much else is wrong with this offense because this coordinator needs to be fired into the hot sun, not just fired, not relieved of his duties, strapped to a rocket ship and sent off through the atmosphere. And if there's room on board anywhere, please Stuff somewhere inside the Zach Gentry shovel pass to the inside of the line. Please put that in there, too. 
What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. You know, we can talk about the dropped interceptions by the secondary. That, that's fine. You know, very fair game. Contrary to what Levi Wallace said when someone asked him here in the locker room after the game, and he responded, stupid question. It wasn't me, so I'm not getting defensive. Stupid question. Really? Really? You dropped two picks in a game? Your head coach thought it was the main thing in the game, but it's a stupid question? Okay. Okay, we could do that. We could do the whole episode on that. We could talk about Kenny's picks. We could break him down. What was he thinking? What if he'd thrown that last one in particular to a certain spot of the end zone? Deontay Johnson catches it, and we're talking about what a hero he is and how Deontay finally earned his money, blah, 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 blah. You can do this stuff all day. Here's what you can't do. Here's what you can't do. You can't have George Pickens on your roster and watch him catch every. Every single pass that's thrown his way, six for six in this game, and explain how he's barely utilized in the second half of a tight game in which the offense is really struggling to do anything at all. You can't explain it. You can't defend it. I've gotten to know George a little bit. I've gotten to understand a little bit of what makes him tick. He's new. I'm not pretending it's more than what it is. But we've had some good talks, and they've gone beyond football. They've been about life. This is a kid who really has a level head about him. So I thought there was a very, very good chance that not only would he want me to ask the question that you're about to hear, but also that he'd give it a mature and truthful answer. Here it is. Just whenever, you know, opportunities come, man. Then next game, same thing. It's just a routine every game, so I just try to do my best. There's no controversy in that. There's no, oh, did you hear what George Pickens said? There's nothing like that. I asked him if he believes in himself, essentially. I asked him if he's ready for more. And he came back with exactly what you heard. Yeah, I am. Of course he is. He'd be lying if he said anything else. And good for him. You know why? Because he is ready for more. He's ready for a lot more. I've seen, heard, and read uh, certain cynics point out, and this is in the fan base, that, well, he can only run one kind of route. He's not a particularly good route runner. (sighs) Okay, first of all, we don't know what kind of a route runner he is because Matt Canada has only assigned him one route. He puts a straight line on a piece of paper and says, George, can you memorize this? And that's it. If you saw, and this is infinitely easier to see uh, when you're at the game as opposed to what they show you on TV. If you saw the number of times that Pickens just runs in a straight line along the sideline, knowing 100% that he's nothing other than a decoy on that play. You'd, you'd, you'd find this coordinator and I'm going to get myself in trouble here. But even if it were accurate, and it's not, that Pickens has some sort of issues with routes, he catches 
everything. Here's another question that I had for George. This one about his unbelievable first NFL touchdown catch. For me, you can throw it anywhere. I'm going to just try to go make a play right Do you hear that? If you throw it, I'll catch it. So throw it so that he can catch it, so that they can get better, so that they can win games. I'm sorry, but you can't isolate on the quarterback here. You just can't. Not when you can see plainly with your own eyes what it is that Kenny can do and what it is that others on that offense can do individually. Not all of them. It's not a perfect 11, that's for sure. But they can do well more than what we've seen to date. And that spells the need to fire this offensive coordinator, ideally by the time you're done listening to this particular program. When we come back, J1Q. time for just one question and that's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of luxembourg garbage kelly and george lgkg they represent people who are hurt in car accidents who need assistance with workers comp and medical malpractice claims the attorneys at lgkg have been designated super lawyers capital s capital l for the past 15 years and yes that is a real thing the super lawyer designation is reserved for the top five percent of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's J1Q comes from an exceptionally annoying individual. That would be me in Miami, Florida. And it was asked of Mike Tomlin. This was last night. Mike, is your offense getting any closer to forming an identity? I, I feel like we are, but we didn't make the necessarily splash plays today to secure victory. Um, but I certainly feel like we are, certainly. If you find that answer to be unremarkable, I'm going to share some stuff with you here. I've been asking questions of this man for a very long time. A lot of them are what people would consider to be hard or tough or pointed questions, even though I don't acknowledge that any such thing exists. We're asking questions on a professional basis about football games. This isn't hard. But I can tell you that 99.9999999% of the time that I would have asked that question or some form of that question or that family of question, I would have gotten the most blowbacky of blowbacks okay, from him. Meaning, we don't need to talk about da-da-da-da-da to find comfort in to paint the barn with red brushes or whatever all that other stuff is. And I would have gotten absolutely nothing of substance and completely nothing that would have come across as positive. And if you listen carefully, you can hear the borderline smile he flashed 
as he spoke about the offense. Again, I've been asking questions of him for a long time. And I'd like to think I don't get surprised a whole lot by anything that he's got to say. Much less how he says it. This was awkward. This was uncomfortable. Something was off here. I don't know what. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. At least not anybody who would like to see a change at the coordinator position. But I have a very, very hard time believing that this head coach, who is as connected to his players as any coach or manager in professional sports, hasn't heard the stuff that I've heard about Canada from the players current and past, and that he hasn't heard it like a hundred times over and a hundred times worse. Late last night, Chase Claypool was among the players who were just now openly stating things that have to change with the offense's approach. This is no longer some secret little behind the whatever, off the record, anything like that. This is Claypool standing there talking about problems with the offense and the way that uh, the team needs to go downfield more. He brought up the need to throw to Pickens more. Think about that for a second. Chase Claypool brought up that the rookie needs to get the ball more and how. This is a very real problem. And when these things happen in Steelers land, and it's obviously rare, this head coach is going to listen to his locker room. He will. Again, I don't want to get anybody all, you know, excited or whatever else here, but something was off about the answer and something was off about this whole offense last night. And I really don't believe, maybe I just don't want to believe that the personnel at hand is the problem or at least the majority of the problem, not, not when I'm looking at the sack gentry shovel passes on second down, but only after you make sure that on first down, you get exactly two yards on the ground by running in the same direction every single snap. I appreciate the question, even though it came from me. (laughs) I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow, I promise. (laughs) 